Hi guys, this is Keeping a Major Podcast, run by five young adults who are all trying to figure out their way through life while laughing through the painships of adulting. With that, let's start with show. Fresh out the box. Stop. Look and watch. Ready yet? Get set. It's all that. Water. What up, guys? So, we are here. Another day, another week, another time in life. Uh, what's up, Cece? Nothing much, nothing much. What's up, Suavio? Yay, let's pop. And, of course, you know, this is your girl, Renee. So, uh, what's in the news, y'all? So, you know, first thing first, let's all discuss the Jordan Woods, Tristan Thomas, Khloe Kardashian situation. Does everyone know the background of that? Now put me on. <laughs> so apparently, I guess make a long story short, Jordan was, you know, partying in L.A., you know, after the party, I guess it's tradition in L.A. to go to somebody's house for an after party. The after party happened to be Tristan Thomas, Chloe's baby daddy's house. Mm. During that after party, a kiss was exchanged between Jordan Wood, Tristan Thomas, hit social media, then boom. Then um, Jordan once went on, what's it called, the Red Table Red Talk. Table Talk with Jada? Yeah, with Jada Pickett-Smith. And she kind of explained her side. And, yeah, so people are asking, you know, should she... And another thing, it seemed like Chloe's putting all the blame on Jordan rather than Tristan. Right, so let me piggyback on that. So... Chloe went out on social media was like, oh, FYI, you're the one who broke up my family. First of all, sis, Tristan's been cheating up and down now, okay? But okay. the reason why she blames Jordan was because before it came out and they were in front of each other, like in the house together, she had asked her and Malika had asked Jordan, hey, Jordan, what happened at the party? Jordan didn't want to bring it up. Because she didn't want to ruin whatever dysfunctional-ass family that they had. So, she later on said on Red Table Talk that, you know, she wish she would have said it right then and there instead of letting the news hit it. Mm-hmm. So, that's the only thing I really find her at fault for. But other than that, Chloe, girl, please, you might as well be a single black woman you trying to be. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to know what Angie turned um, towards Tristan is. Uh, let me let me tell you, Tristan don't give no three fucks and a hot dog. Okay, he's yeah, he out here. Separate house apparently. So. Yeah, and then and, oh, and she also got mad at Jordan because Jordan said X. Duh, girl. <laughs> we knew y'all wasn't together. Who cares? Well, <laughs> but it's just it's it's crazy because it's like okay, this is a childhood friend of your little sister, and you literally dog this girl out. Mm-hmm. For a man that doesn't really give you the respect that I don't even know if you res- you deserve it, but I mean, whatever. It sounds to me she's coming more from a loyalty standpoint. It's like you already know it's dysfunctional, so why would you add to the dysfunction? But right. thing, Tristan kissed her. Yeah, Tristan kissed her because he was wasted, and she was walking out to her Uber, and she went to say bye to him, and he just went down and was like, uh, kiss. And she was like, whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. And then she walked out. So. I mean, that sounds okay if this is um, another Cinderella story or in a movie. But you know when someone's about to kiss you. 
No, 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 especially drunk people. Actually, correct that. Jordan was drunk. I don't think Tristan Thomas. No, Tristan was drunk, and he he was sober or either drunk, but either way, he he already knew what was going down. Whatever. But I know Jordan said that she, you know, she didn't. She don't want to put the blame on. Yeah, but she said she was drinking, which I, which is stupid, because. Money, you going down. If I'm going down, you're going down too. We both hanging by our pinky toes. But he did initiate. Yeah, but he did initiate it though. So I mean, I agree that some of the blame needs to be shared by Tristan, but just from a someone that's not really as involved in the situation, I'm looking at it. I think that again, from a loyalty standpoint, even if you're drunk. That's going to just lower your inhibitions. You know what I'm saying? Which means she had to have some type of attraction to him originally. Mm. So sober. Yeah. Sober, yeah. She probably was like, yeah. I'm, it was I'm a, like, according to her, it was like a, it's a peck. On yeah, the, it wasn't it was like, like, no um, full-on French kiss, no. I mean, and I and I can say this due, due to, you know, experience or whatever. Don't judge me. When I'm drunk, I don't go kissing people. People kiss me. You think I'm out here tonguing people down? No. I'm more of a what the fuck, and then I just go about my business. So I understand. So okay. yeah, but Jordan took accountability for everything. Oh yeah, she did. She's a good person because I would say fuck all everybody. <laughs> you know, <laughs> she she said that she shouldn't have even went to his house. Yeah, his yeah, exactly. But that's that's a Hollywood thing that they do but out the there. The issue is Chloe is having all the smoke with. Jordan, but yeah. what about Tristan? And he out here having dinner with other girls. So I'm just like, yeah. what? I think the reason why she wouldn't have any smoke with him, not because she don't feel like he's the blame, but because it's like beating a dead horse. I already know you ain't shit. I already know you done me wrong. I already know this is dysfunctional. Right. It's like me coming at you. It's like me pouring more water into a full cup. I mean, but, what? Because but, if it didn't affect you, if it didn't affect you, like, before, why am I going to expend energy to affect you now? Well, my thing with Chloe is she has a platform as a Kardashian. She could have easily reached out to Jordan and expressed this. Yeah. The fact that she took this to social media and she knew it was going to get traction. She knew Shaden was going to post it, ball or TMZ. Yeah, I would have been pissed. Like, like, you had my number, girl. Embarrass her, and it's like, right. you're like, a you- grown woman. Jordan is... What twenty one at the youngest? Twenty one. Chloe's what thirty seven, thirty what thirty five. Yeah, like you think she'll handle this? Like I said, if you have my number and we're as close as we are, and you blast me out on Instagram, girl, I will run up in your shit. I'm sorry, you're not gonna disrespect me. But like I said, congratulations, Chloe. You're a part of the single black mothers club. First of all, (laughs) Chloe's not black. Oh, we know she's not black. But she's trying to be. So welcome to the club, well, sis. I, I don't think we should have that stigma on black women. We're trying not to have that stigma, but the fact is the world today has that stigma for everybody that is of a color. Well, so, she basically got karma the same way you get him. Oh, yeah. Oh, now. yeah. Oh, yeah. We already knew that. I knew that wasn't going to last. But I, like I said, it's like beat a dead horse. So Patricia knew that to his first baby mama, Jordan. I mean, yeah. hey. it's Jordan Craig. It's whatever. So the next, I guess, topic you want to get into the Raspy situation? Oh yes. Hmm. I mean, it's not a laughing matter. Let me put that out now. But um, so I was at work, you know, doing my thing, and uh, I like all I do is all I see is alert on my stuff. Jazzy has quit. I seen a little video. So apparently, 
while Jazby, I mean, not Jazby, Jesus. Razby was on tour. Shut up. Razby was on tour, right? And they just finished the show. And he said that he heard, or I think he actually seen um, Chris Stokes on the tour, like walking around the backstage. We all know Razby and Chris Stokes back history. So he automatically thought, okay, I'm not safe. I'm not finna do this. We already made these plans and agreements of him not coming nowhere near me. So he quit. And then I think like a couple of hours later, him and B2K came together and they was like, nah, we handled it. We're straight. We're straight out. Nah, I'm, I'm coming back. I'll do it for the fans. But at this point, what would happen? How would you guys react if a alleged molester that you know and everybody know that did that stuff to you was to come on your tour, how would you feel? Would you automatically quit or would you just leave it off to the birds? Well, I've never been molested. Blessed I mean, to be never molested. But I will understand Raspy's stance on not wanting to be associated with that. That obviously has been a traumatizing situation for him. So for his mental space, it would be best for him to quit. Yeah, Imagine I just hate... you're an abuser, which is scrolling around backstage yeah messing with your mental space if before. you would have seen the comments let me tell you i was so disgusted i was like are y'all seriously laughing at this man this man is literally saying that he's uncomfortable that his molester is on tour that his molesters is around him 50 50 feet my nigga like what they just ha 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 nah man you better get over it you know you need the money are you serious my mental health is more than more than money exactly because if he would have right and if he would have killed himself then we've been like oh we could have prevent nah chill that yeah it was ridiculous yeah but i respected his decision if he wanted to quit if that was the agreement that hey he would not be yeah will not be a part of the tour yeah which you know that's definitely understandable yeah because chris stokes still talks to amarion and, you know, Marianne is great buds with him, but I was just like, mm-hmm. come on, man. Karazmi seems to be doing pretty good on the tour. He's been one of, like, the highlights. Yeah, yeah. You know, he got his little group back. dancing and stuff. Yeah. At point. I heard, uh, oh, side note, I heard Baby Blue fail on the, on the dancer. He took a tumble. I could just imagine you being a dancer, you getting humped on as a part of the show, and all of a sudden, just a big old body away hits you. He lost his balance. <laughs> you're doing too much, sir. And I, I, I know that's one move you're not doing in the bed if you can't control your balance. Just saying, just saying. But uh, other than that, though, what, uh, what else was in the news? Uh, just the hilarious situation was pretty recent. Just hilarious. She's that is my homegirl, and I love it when she be doing just the mess every morning. I I get my life, but this situation was crazy. But uh, yeah, let's just recap it for Swabia though. Um, honestly, I didn't follow it from again because I don't follow her. Cause I don't find her funny. Um, okay, well, I, I don't. It's this is not the first incident where she's done. Well, of course, it's not, but you know, like I said, apparently she was on a flight Uh and I guess the flight got evacuated and I'm coming off the flight. There were a couple of men with head wraps on. I can't 
I don't know the proper name. I think I'm gonna try to think of the proper name before I mess it up. And she made it seem like, you know, she was scared as if they're terrorists, making very ignorant comments. And well, she recorded all this and put it on her social media. Yeah, let me jump in real quick. Okay, so yeah. you have the story right, but it kind of like started before then. Okay, so she was boarding a plane, right? And mm-hmm. she seen the two men, right? With their head garbs on. And she did put out on live, she was like, oh, guys, I'm scared. Da, 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 I'm scared. And then, like, 15 minutes into it, they exit the whole plane. And then when she went back on there, she seen that they weren't on there. So she went back online and was like, see, I know I wasn't tripping. Y'all can't blame me. Da, 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 da. I felt unsafe. Ignorance. So she says, she says, personally, she didn't get them kicked off the flight. But we know. That your actions made them get kicked off that flight. Exactly. Is that just ignorant? Like in 2019, as a black person Come on now. in America, you're going to go on. This is why I don't feel bad for just the hilarious. You oh, I didn't either in this situation. Of a million plus followers, you're on TV, you're old. We're all old on here. We know right from wrong. You know, so she's 27, that, right? She's around old. our age old old yeah to be making ignorant comments like i'm sorry 18 plus you know right from wrong yeah and to have that platform and make a video knowing the climate that we're in yeah it's just, especially I with that shooting like, too exactly and she just i don't find her funny she's not the first time she said offensive remarks i'm tired of hearing apologies because she's not sorry she's just sorry that People are calling her out on it. She's probably losing money from endorsements. At first, she wasn't going to apologize. Yeah, she was saying a lot of FUs and all that, but then she started doing that little Instagram live and all this fake crying. I don't like, my thing is, if you're going to fake cry, let some real tears shed out. Don't be like, uh, uh, sniff, sniff. Like, you know that's fake. I feel it in your bones is fake. (laughs) Like... It's just yeah, every time I see a video of her, I scroll past it. Like, she's just not funny to me. Out mm. of what age do you realize that, you know, making fun of somebody's hair scars as if or they're religion. Yeah. It's just... And I don't feel... If she gets kicked off the show, I don't care. Because it's like enough is enough. She said very homophobic remarks before. Yeah. Yeah. It's just... When are you going to learn? Like, we're all too old to be. We Nobody learns until they, until they, uh, till they money start missing and going and that's, away. And I oh, don't. That's always. That's always. Yeah. So. Which makes, like, your apology okay. Yo, check's starting to get cut, so let me make this fake apology. Even though right. you said you were going to apologize. Right. And the thing about it, somebody on, like, Twitter made, um, a remark saying, we wouldn't have known about any of this if she wouldn't have posted this. To her social media. Yeah. It wasn't like a passenger recorded her like, oh, she's saying this. She posted because she thought it was funny. Yeah. And it wasn't. She's not bright. Yeah. <laughs> and then on top of that, her um her ex-boyfriend also made a comment too. Mm-hmm. And um, so that was pretty interesting. His comment was more in the regards that she she cares too much about the social media platform and she's trying to. Well, because that's where she get her money from. Mm-hmm. That's literally what she had money for, right? Yeah, but then you know they, yeah. yeah. But I was gonna okay. say, you know, they cracking down all these undercover racists, honey. So, mm-hmm. and then people are trying to be like, oh, she's you know she apologized. Oh, you trying to bring a black woman down? No, she's bringing herself down. Yeah, 
Yeah, she can't let her source of income be become the offender of other people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And when you have that platform, I'll be dotting my I's, crossing my T's, knowing not to post anything so ignorant. It's not like she got 100 followers. She has over 1 million. Of course, anything she writes, it's going to get screenshot and put on the shade room. Yeah. I don't feel bad, I don't feel bad for her. Mm. Well, on to lighter news. Um, I I know this is old, and I know everybody done talked about it and analyzed it, but uh, R. Kelly's interview. Oh. Let me tell you, I ain't never <laughs> laughed so hard in my life. No, because the fact that I watched this whole interview with him hooting and hollering, jumping up and down, acting crazy. And then when I go on Facebook, there's a meme of him yelling with Uno cards. That took my soul. I said, (laughs) I hate the internet. His supporters are a joke. And then let me tell you, have y'all seen the ones with the two girls? Yes. I was so appalled. I was like, whoa. They're not believable. They're, they've been rehearsed. They've been coached. Oh, yeah, because he was in the back coughing the whole time. He was in the room. He wasn't supposed to. Yeah. It would make me feel like, come on. They've been coached. Yeah. They have they're saying is reliable. And yeah, I think he did it. Absolutely. There's tapes. <laughs> There's a new tape. There's multiple tapes. Yeah. He has a whole bag full of tapes. VHS tapes. <laughs> Hell, he got CDs and shit. <laughs> Quick time players. Hell, he got A-tracks. Oh, God. Kelly <laughs> is not innocent. This is re- he has just gotten not smarter, but a little bit smarter. Knowing how to cover his tracks. But He's a good finesser. You know, but, you know, everybody in the situation isn't innocent. You know, the people who are holding on to these states, like, why are you holding on to these states for so long? Yeah. But even even with that, R. Kelly is guilty. Yeah. I don't feel bad for him. I'm sad I can't step in the name of love anymore. But, you know, he's it's a classic. Yeah, I can't. I believe but, I can't fly. I can't do that either. Yeah, you know, we can't. We can't bump and grind anymore, so. Yeah, can't do my little remixes. Okay, because you've been saying about the little 12-year-old girl. You know, yeah. me and my mom got into it on Facebook. Oh, honey, let me tell you, I was I was all in them comments. I was like, see, CC um, finna get her mama put together. <laughs> like, like, you know, I had to let her know. Your mama low-key sound brainwashed. I hate to say it. Honestly, it's, her, it's their generation. They, they sweep know, a I, lot of things under the rug. That's the problem. And I had to tell her, you know, that she was victim blaming. Yeah. Like, you know, we just had to agree to disagree. I was leaving yeah. that. Oh, you were classy, honey. Shh. I'm not getting cursed out. So. I would have I would have had to walk to my mama room. Hey mom, uh uh-uh, we gonna talk about this. No, we called each other. Oh, that's cute. Just, yeah. Okay, well my question poses to this then. Mm-hmm. How do y'all feel about famous black male monarchs getting torn down as the years go by? My thing is, with Michael Jackson, let it die. That man is already dead. You can't, you can't, you really honestly cannot do anything to him in his career because he is forever going to be a legend. I understand that, whatever. R. Kelly, he is still alive and breathing. Oh, we can take him down because he has deeply evidence. Now, 
I don't know about Bill Cosby. I mean, he already about to die. So well, here's I don't... the thing. Like, out of all these situations, nobody's denying their talent. R. Kelly is extremely talented. Oh, the yeah. The fact that he, he can't read, and but he's able to, like, learn music by ear, that takes extreme intelligence by mm-hmm. itself mm-hmm. to be able to play. He makes great music. I know he has written many songs that I love. Or other, or he written song for Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. Michael Jackson, of course, very talented. And everything, but to separate all that, yes, we know their music and everything. Put that to the side and think about the victims. As far as Michael Jackson, I agree, he is dead. If this did happen, the victims do have a right to tell their story, right? Right, by but all means, tell was, your story. But he did go to trial, he was acquitted of all charges. I don't know about, um, as far as civil lawsuits, if the victims they or the victims or victim parents they got get compensated in any type of way, mm-hmm. but. You know, it's, little, it's mixed feelings. It's either, you know, let the victims speak and tell their stories, because if they are victims, they do have a right to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and allow them to get that closure. But as far as, like, child museums taking away, like, his, you know, gloves, it's yeah. like, but these allegations has always been there. Yeah. They've been joked about, they've been talked, so it's not new. But my thing is, why are y'all now looking at it now? Y'all should have been looked at it. Well, they've been these these victims i granted i didn't watch the documentary i wasn't really interested oh me either i i'm not interested trying to get their story out it's just they finally got a platform to do it yeah but i feel like 10 years is who that's a long time but as a victim that isn't a long time to tell their story so it's just two sides either you know let the victims speak or if if they are lying then that's the karma that they have and it's unfortunate if they are because you are slandering somebody who cannot defend themselves right it's kind of like a muddy situation right i mean me as a michael jackson fan I mean, I just, just put that aside, like music, talent. We're just talking about, and I understand, an and I understand. But that's what I'm saying. Even as a musician and as a person, like I, I, I still don't. I mean, I might believe one or two stories, but other than that, no, I honestly don't. Him as a person, no, I don't. Now I know he was mentally, who something's wrong with him. I think he was just forever a child. The way he was upbringing and all that stuff going on. I mean, everybody seen the movies and stuff. But as of all, I'm still not going to mute him. I still think he's a wonderful person. Dead and alive. Yeah, yeah, yeah so. you're right. Like, I'm not going to cancel his music. But I do feel like if these are true victims, they have the right to express themselves. Yeah, and- I'm not I'm not taking that away from them. But it's just like, I, mm, I just... But I another just, thing, like know. you talked about, as far as bringing the black man down, I don't feel like... It's something about bringing a black man. And my thing, when people say that, it's like, okay, just because a white individual gets away with it, that makes it okay for a black person to get away with it. Right. We we have to take everybody accountability. It doesn't matter the shade of your skin. Everybody yeah. has to go down if you did something wrong. And if in the future, I mean, in the past, the present, everybody has to go down because everybody has to be accountable. Yeah. Kind of like, oh, this black man got away with rape, but hey, but this white man did the same thing. Right. So people are like, okay, he, he got a pass. Right. It doesn't sound sound to me. I mean, what we really need to be worrying about is Trump up in this office, though. But we're not going to touch on that subject. And that's another thing when people like bring up, so like, oh, what about Trump? What about these? They're a whole different situation. R. Kelly's his own situation. He's getting dealt with. Bill Cosby is currently, he's probably living his life, his best life in jail right Honestly, now. Honestly, he probably somewhere with a nice little couch with a little couple biscuits on the side. Room. Got people making his bed. Oh yeah, he's not. He's not with the general public. He's not. 
He already got his iPad. He living a good life. He chilling. He reading right now. That's what he doing. He reading. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Bill Cosby is not suffering. He's probably not even in jail. He probably got that. Honey, he's up. living his best two years of life. So. Some treat. <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, so stupid. But um, any um, yeah. I mean, well, anything else on the you know news? Yeah, I think we covered everything mm-hmm. that I can think of. Yeah, I can't think of anything that's really important. Um, any new songs, music y'all done heard anything? Um, Eric Bellinger and L.A. Who? Both have two. Eric Bellinger in L.A. The shade. I just, I'm sorry. The two randomest thing. Okay, what what music they, they have, got? They have two projects out right now. It's pretty nice. You should listen to their music. Project as in what? Albums or mixtapes or EPs? Um, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go ahead and say albums. I think they're albums. Okay. Did it hit store? It's on. It's on iTunes. Does right things now. really hit stores nowadays? I mean, they still do right. sometimes. I mean, it all depends. When's the last time you bought a CD? Exactly. Every, everyone is streaming. Mm, last time I yeah, bought a CD. No, no. I did. Um, Was it Chris Brown? I think it was Chris Brown. 10? No. I knew it was a little bit later than that. 2004? No. I think the last <laughs> one was 2012. Wow. Throwback. Yeah. Regardless of the fact, those are two new projects that I'm <laughs> Okay, well, I mean, give us like the top three songs that you like off of their projects. Ooh, haven't fully listened to it yet, but I do like Sanctuary by LA. I like Type Away, um, Eric Bellinger, and um, Chris okay, Brown. Who, hey, who is shuffling? Back up for the mic. <laughs> <laughs> I like pause. Like, who is shuffling? <laughs> Oh, okay. So, um, <laughs> speak, um, switch on the music tip. I did go to the LMA concert. How was that? Uh, it was great. You know, I'm, you know, my knees are bad. So me standing up is just not what it is. And I've come to realization I need to pay extra to get a seat. Um, it was at the Fillmore here in Maryland. Um, she had, I'm not sure you guys ever know, heard of Lucky Day. Lucky Day. He opened yes. up for her, and that's my first time hearing of him. But he sounded amazing. He is. I like the song Karma. Yeah, I'm. He pretty. I'm pretty sure he might have sung that. He did um, a Michael Jackson "Human Nature" type of melody, and it was amazing. Yeah, he's dope. And he's dope. then Kiana Lede opened up as well, and I'm a fan of hers. This must be and a lot of underground people, huh? No, Kiana Lede had a mainstream song. Um. Let me see. And she was she used to do covers on YouTube. That's oh. how she like. Um, I, I definitely don't be following that. Because you don't listen to. Yeah. No, 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 no. no. I'm not knocking. I'm not knocking anybody's whatever music type. That's fine. But like I said, Keanu if it doesn't Day hit mainstream, I don't play. hear it. That was like her main, her like major like. What is it? Main, like, fair play. Yeah, I don't know what that is. If you hear it, you probably recognize it. <clears throat> But she sounded great um, live. LMA sounded great vocally. That's one thing I, I appreciate about a concert is people who can actually sing. Like, mm-hmm. if, it's one thing if you can dance, dance. But if you can just sing, it was um, even her background singers had a chance to do a little solo and they sounded amazing. So I appreciated that. 
Yeah, Elamay's dope. Like her voice sound and live. you know some people they sing live and it's like eh, you really don't sound but no you could tell she's been trained. Lucky Day sounds great. And that was his first like tour piano yeah. day. So if they come to your city, that's definitely check them out. But as far as music, I've been listening to Summer Walker, beginning to her. I like her. Um, um yes. Summer Walker is lit. Yeah, some to, like, of it. Her, like, some of it's cool, I guess. It's definitely a vibe. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not really into right. the yeah. Right, I was into her get like getting dressed today, and I was like, I was vibing to it. Well, have you? Well, in that sense, have you listened to Solange's new album? I have, and it's another a vibe that you, either you like it or you don't. It's not horrible. Would I like have that as a replay in my like playlist? No, no. But as if it's on in the background, I wouldn't be like, yo, turn that off either. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, me. like a couple like songs. I'm like, oh, okay. Like I was on the way to the show. I like that one. Yeah, I like that one too. Yeah, it's definitely yeah. Like you have to be in that type of music. Yeah. Is it horrible? No, but is it like my favorite? No. In comparison to her first album, what you think was better? Because a lot of people are leaning more towards her first album. I like her first album better. Well, her her previous album, cause not her first album. Well, previous are. Yeah, of course. I definitely like that one because it's actual. I can only say it's actual songs. Like this one, it's I more was like a hymn. I was taking a bath, and I'm like, "Dang, I'm already on track 10. Because like, <laughs> it's no like next. It's just like a continuous, which could be good. But I mean, yeah, I definitely but, like her, her previous album. Yeah, but turning um into another area, um, Bruno Mars and Cardi B please me. Let me tell you. I seen the video before. I seen, I heard the music. Mm-hmm. I like it. I mm-hmm. like it. I I love. Okay, me. I'm I'm not what I wouldn't say a Cardi B fan because I really don't care. She has catchy mm-hmm. lines, but Bruno Mars when when baby hit that please, you taking me out. So here's my opinion about the song. I mm-hmm. like Cardi. I think she's you know I like her music, but honestly, what like this song without Cardi on it. What? I don't think I like the song without Cardi on it. I feel like it would have been a great song with just Bruno on it. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Bruno brings it. Because Cardi, okay, we already know she's going to give us some hardcore lyrics about, you know, sex, money, strippers, and draws and all that. Right. But Bruno Mars will give you back that old old throwback soul that I'm going to sing my heart out. So. Yeah, vocally, he's really pleasing to the uh, um, ear. Yeah. I mean, performance-wise, he's good, too. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he can dance his ass off, yeah. Yeah. Like, Cardi's verse wasn't bad. I just, for that song, I would love to hear it was just Bruno. Yeah. I don't think Cardi was needed. I don't think any, like, future was needed except Bruno himself. Yeah. But they're like, that's their work-married couple, though. That like, is a work-married couple. <laughs> every time they get together, the track be blown. Yeah, because yeah. was their previous one. Fin- finesse. Yeah, finesse. I, I like Finesse. Yeah, I do love Finesse. Like, Cardi, I think Cardi was, like, she brought something to the song. But for this one, it's not horrible, but I don't have it in my playlist. I, didn't I do. I'll be bumping that thing every morning, honey. <laughs> nah. Oh, but the baby. I love the baby. The baby. Yeah, if you listen to any song, if you listen to one song from the baby, he's a rapper out of Charlotte. Mm-hmm. It's called Babysitter. Mm. It's good. The baby. Okay. D A B A B Y, no space. Oh, honey. Listen the fact to that Babysitter. She- 
that's all the song you listen to. I was going to say, the fact that you spelled that out, honey, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, because some people probably spell it like duh, space, baby, but it's duh, baby. Oh, okay. And listen to his, like, interviews and stuff. He's a cool dude. I like him. He's from the Carolinas, so I'm going to support. Right, got to support the Carolinas. Ain't that much of a yeah. Exactly, so. <laughs> oh, another thing about, like, music, anybody going to any festivals, you know, you got, um, What's it? Something in the Water by Pharrell and Virginia Beach. No, the only thing I'm going to and looking forward to is the B2K concert. <laughs> I've never been to a music festival, so it's not really my agenda either. I mean, no, honestly, oh, well, I lie. I'm going to, or I mean, I'm going to Orlando for the Funk Fest, but I'm only going to see there because Drew Hill's going to be there, and uh, I think Joe to see. That's all I really want to see. Wait, can you say that? You like my thing like broke up. The Funk Fest in Orlando in April. Oh, okay. Yeah. You yeah. said Jodeci gonna be there? Yeah, I think Jodeci and Drew Hill, but I'm 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 perfectly sure Drew Hill's gonna be there. Oh, I love Jodeci. Oh, I love Jodeci, Casey and JoJo. Yeah, I like them all. I'm just tell me what you want. I'm like, oh What? Mm. That was so hurt to know R. Kelly wrote life. But I still my song I gotta I gotta play it. Hmm. But um, but I would think about going to something in the water, but the ticket prices—they aren't bad. It's like two hundred and forty-four dollars. Mm, honey, what? Kill yourself. But it's for three days, though. So oh, okay, like okay. I was gonna say, girl, I better get a shirt or something. Oh God. Yeah, Frank got a shot. Missy, Migos, SZA, all of them, and more. I think it'd be pretty worth it. It'll be um, worth it. Yeah. Okay. That one ain't my going to the Dreamville one either. Kind of like J. Cole. Mm. Yeah, I know I know Renee, you're not into that type of Whoa, chill out. <laughs> I mean rap. I like some of his bops. I like uh bops. I like um what's that thing called? Hold on, let me look at my Spotify because you know I'd be bumping that thing early in the morning. <laughs> Hold on. I hope it's not no throwback song. It, it is right. a throwback song because that's yeah. Well, while she's looking that up, Janet Jackson has taken up a residency in Over Vegas. Vegas. That would be dope to see. Um, no, that won't be. What do you mean? I feel like she's a great performer, but I don't. I don't care. That's what you just said—a great performer. Right. That means as a lyricist, I don't care to hear her sing. Or Michael whisper. Jackson have a great voice. Who? Oh, what? Let's be honest. Let's call a spade a spade. Michael Jackson had a great voice. What are you talking about? Michael Jackson about? was not a vocalist. He was a performer. Huh? He, oh, he gave my you God. Dancers. He gave you, uh, mm-hmm. he gave you background okay. dancers, lights, okay. music videos. Let's keep a spade a spade. Nah, Ain't bruh. No Michael Jackson nah, no bruh. top 10 vocalist. Nah, there's a diamond and now, there's a spade. Nah, bruh. What's you Renee, keep it. <laughs> hey, <laughs> bruh, what you not going to do? What you not for to do bullshit Renee, me? No. Let's keep it a hundred. Nah, let's keep it honey. Nah. No, 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 no. Hold on. Nah, bro. Let's go. That let's go. Fine. No. Let's go down the line. And I like I like MJ. And I know I understand that you like MJ, but, but you're not gonna attack me and talk about bro, you not no. Lies. Just because just because I said Janet Jackson be whispering all her life, don't mean you yeah, gotta I go know. and attack her brother. <laughs> She be out here cooing to you in your ear. I ain't got time for that. I want to hear high notes and falsettos. Like, I, whatever. Okay. I agree to okay, disagree. Okay, here's my question. Here's my question. I'll tell you your questions. 
Renee, hmm. vocally, who would you compare? Who would you put on the pedestal with Michael, vocally? In current times. In current times? Yeah, in current times. times. Mm-hmm. I know you're not answering that question because you know what I'm going to say. Cool. It's not going to be no insult. What you talking about? No, go ahead. Vocally, who would you put on a pedestal with him? What do you mean? There's a lot of people. Okay, name them. Okay, um, are we, if we're matching falsettos and, I mean, vibration of his voice, I would say you have a Trey Songz, you have a Chris Brown. Mm. I'm only mm. saying that for hitting falsettos in a different mm. type of sound because mm. Michael Jackson has a unique type of sound. Yes, yeah, so I agree. He does a unique sound. So that's what I'm I'm comparing it to. But unique to. doesn't make vocalist. Huh? Okay. Just give a unique sound doesn't make you a vocalist. Okay. I agree to disagree on that one. Michael Jackson was a great dancer. He put on a show. Uh yeah. He was a was he was he... the greatest performer. Yes. Come on, you are not alone. I can sing that. So you can sing human nature. He was to disagree but you have to agree with me that Janet Jackson is not vocal is not a good vocalist I can, I can, I 100% agree oh, yeah, okay I that's fine that's all I was trying to get y'all to understand was and I wouldn't want to go see her but, but hold on though I'm just saying though I personally wouldn't see her because her vocal skills are not all that great I would only but, see her but hold on I would only see her to see the dance with other than that, I could care less for Janet Jackson and but her music. And ninety nine percent of other people, we don't go. To but, see, nobody wants to go see J Lo to hear her sing. They want to go see her. First of all, first of all, I wouldn't even want to. First of all, I wouldn't even want to see J Lo because no, she doesn't have any good songs. Janet Jackson oh, honestly whoa, whoa, only has like whoa, three. Whoa, whoa. No, J Lo got oh, shit. J Lo got shit. Okay, J Lo ain't got shit. Right. What? J-Lo ain't got shit. At the end of the day, if I'm counting people that's in my... No, J-Lo has never graced, graced any no. of my soundtrack. No. Okay, Jenny need to get off the corner. Don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, I won't let you do that to j No, nah, we gonna, oh, we gonna do this. She but she got some bops. Whatever. Bops my ass. She got flops. But a lot of the residents you hear, like, you see, they're not like... Britney Spears can't sing, but she's a great performer. Oh no, Britney Spears honestly cannot. No, she used to sing back in those "Oops, I Did It Again" days. She can't and she sing. She was she was whispering too. She did, but she had a little rasp though. She had a little. But Janet Jackson, she's going to give you the choreography. She's going to. That's give all you she got the, to give. And that's, and that's as far as Michael. I okay. Going here. You know what? Hey, you gonna oh, stop bringing back Michael Jackson? Okay. A true vocalist can sit in like a intimate setting and yeah. sing without dancing. Would you listen to Michael just sit there on a stool and sing? No. no. First you of will, all, you want him to dance. You want him to moonwalk. You want him to first pop, of rock, all, and, and this is where you're wrong because okay. if we're if we're doing this where he has never sat still, he has sat still in a couple times. He has sat still when he was singing. You're not alone. Yeah, he was his, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I let okay, you speak. Song. Okay. 
He had sat still when he had to sing some of his solo songs when he sung with his brothers, J5. So the fact is, majority of his song, yes, they are movable. He has to move. That's his thing. First of all, you name like two different songs. That's not a show. Oh my God. That's definitely not a show. All right. And Jackson 5 had the, uh, uh, they got some moves. First of all, the backgrounds did that. But also to piggyback off the original question, would you sit there through a show of him just singing? No. Yes. No, you'd be the main one, like, where the movie (laughs) Where the dance? Oh, my God. Like I said, I agree to disagree and call it a day. Next time, Renee, when we in the car, I want you to play a whole Michael Jackson track of him just singing okay. slowly. <laughs> mm-hmm. Not you're not alone, not Man in the Mirror, even though Man in the Mirror is my jet song. Because your patience is real thin. Okay, <laughs> whatever. Okay, right. Whatever. I know you. She'll be like, "Yo, first remember the time." Right. Like, She'll be like, "Skip." <laughs> <laughs> Don't do that because I like a little beat and ratchetness. Now, okay. <laughs> So whatever. That's why I was like, well, that's kind of like a, you know, but okay. Yeah, Yeah. I agree with both of you though. Performers, performers check mark for everybody. As far as vocally, different story. But let's go ahead and change the gears to question of the day. Let's go. Let's swab it. (laughs) Damn, the fact that we just got here. Go ahead. That's good. Good. I mean, we're, we're exactly. question of the day: Are you identified with your own love language? Huh? And do you feel like huh. are you identified with your own love language? And do you feel it's more important to cater to your partner's love language or cater to your own? Okay. Yeah. First, I have a question: What the yeah. fuck is a love language? See, and that's it, what you're gonna fill the question. Okay, but hold on, though, because you're gonna let me speak. <laughs> What the fuck is a uh, love language, and is that a test that you take online? Because I've been hearing it, but I don't know, understand, or how people come to the perception of what their love language is. There's, there's different types of love languages. Um, but first be, of all, though, is it a test, though, that you take? You can't take, you can't take it. Yeah. yeah, you can take a test to identify. They have tests online for you to identify. Okay. But um, I'm probably going to ask Cece to correct me, because I don't know all of them by heart. Um, I know she me don't personally. know me either. A dark soul. Yeah, I honestly I don't. I know what it is, and I felt feeling what mine's is. I, I know it's a whole book on it. Exactly. First of all, I, I ain't gonna read about no shit like that. I know it's like you know some people are like touch, some yeah. people you know like communication, etc. Exactly. I was like one is touching, um, one is affirmation, mm. um, one is gift, one is gifting. Um, mm. I don't know the last two, but I do know three out of the two. So, what are your love languages for you? Me personally, my type two, my top two is affirmation and physical touch. And oh, I got all five. Okay, go ahead, name them. Okay, so words are affirmation. You have acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, and physical touch. So me personally, I, for my partner, I need to be in a vicinity to where I can physically touch them. Not necessarily in a sexual way, but just their presence and me forming a connection with them. And also, so affirmation, I need to hear that, you know, 
I need to hear that you love me. I need to hear mm-hmm. that communication. I need to be reassured just for me personally. But th- to answer my question, I cater more towards my partner's love language than versus satisfying my own. I think it's important for the partner to be receptive to you. And that way it will, in turn, give them more reason to me to cater towards your own. But I don't think you should be selfish in channeling your own and waiting for your partner to come towards you. Because if both both are giving to the partner, then it's going to be a a never-ending cycle. Because you're trying to satisfy your partner instead of trying to satisfy yourself. Mm -hmm. Me personally. But what you think? So I feel like my love language is acts of service, which basically acts just speaks louder than words. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't say quality time because I definitely like my alone time, but I think physical touch as well. As far as answer your question, I feel like you have to you have to have like a come to a middle ground. Mm-hmm. I feel like it is good to you know of course cater to your significant other. Mm-hmm. But then you're neglecting yourself at the same time. So I feel like on the both ends, you both have to. Like, if if I know my, like, significant other loves quality time, that's their love language, I will, even though I do find myself liking alone time, I would definitely make an effort to make sure he's satisfied with that quality time and vice versa. As far as receiving gifts, now that was a little tricky. Because mm-hmm. sometimes people like to re- receiving gifts can maybe make up for you know a failure on their side or wrongdoing on their end Um, so renee what's your what do you think your love language is hmm. (laughs) (laughs) they don't got fighting (laughs) (laughs) first of all fuck (laughs) y'all um well first of all i'm taking this Taking a quiz right now because oh, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> um, what is the words of affirmation? That's, which I do, I like that one. That's too. definitely I gotta no. take the test, but I do like the words that's of affirmation. No, for me, acts of service, hmm. receiving gifts, quality hmm. time, physical touch. Is it bad that I hate everything? So you don't like acts of service? Like action speaks louder than words. I, I get that, right? I, I honestly do. Uh-huh. But I've been single for a very long time, so. But wouldn't that be a turn off? A man's like, you know, I'm going to do X, Y, and Z, and they basically they go through with X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So they on schedule, or they well, not spontaneous? They're going to do something, and they do it. You know, some people, they're like, oh, I do X, Y, and Z, and they don't come through with it. Or they have an excuse on why they can't do it. <clears throat> and X, Y, and Z can be anything. It's just, you know. I don't, I don't fucking know. Like. Hey, love language doesn't have nothing to do with you being single. Exactly. No, but I'm just saying that I've been so, I've been single for a very long time. And I honestly haven't been. In the mental state of thinking about it, about what I can give and what that vice versa can give for me, it's like, I don't really think of what my love language might be. Because I don't, honestly, I don't like physical touching. Like, okay, it's so something about touching. 
Right, it's like something about touching somebody that makes my skin crawl. I don't know. Okay. Okay, just okay. that out. What about quality time? Quality time? Okay, I get that. Because I do like when somebody spend time. We don't even have to be doing shit. We could be sitting on the couch all day. Okay. So Simple. that quality that might time. be one. Okay. That's a love language, okay. So about receiving gifts? I don't mind receiving a gift. Okay. But like I said, you're not just going to buy me and think you're going you gonna to solve some shit. So, but you do like receiving gifts. But I like receiving gifts. Good. But sometimes, sometimes gift giving, some people equivalent equivalate that to quality time. That's not quality time. You okay. give me a gift is not telling me that you love me all the time. No, 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 no. I need some quality bonding time. Okay, okay. What about we say you don't think acts of service? What do you mean? Every time I think of acts of service, I think of sex. I don't know why. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> not a <laughs> Tie me up and serve me. <laughs> what about words of affirmation? Uh, somebody basically saying they love you and affectionate. Is that what it means? In a sense, affirmation is more so leaning towards reassuring what you what you yeah. think that you have. Right. So, a words of affection and just reassurance. Right. Yes. Yes. Sometimes I can't necessarily be like I love you. It yes. could just be. Like, yes, yes, baby, this is what we're doing. This is what we are. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so right here, it breaks it down like uh, verbal compliments, mm-hmm. kind words. Word- well, actually, you know, I'm, affirmation might be for me, too. Oh, <laughs> everything's oh, for you. Right, I was just going to say, you just uh, selfish. <laughs> no, I was, all I said was physical touch, acts of service, but affirmation might be me, too. Like verbal, actually, not besides verbal compliment, but encouraging words, kind words, words of forgiveness, humble words, quality conversation. I agree. I love a good conversation. See, as a Pisces, CC, me and you, I think we're kind of on the same wavelength. That's one thing, like. Or the affirmation and physical touch, those are my top two. Yeah. And the thing about. And with those being together, well, not even a physical touch. It's kind of like layers. Like, I need probably words of affirmation and then acts of service. Mm-hmm. And with those together would then lead to physical touch. Mm-hmm. And if all of those, you know, might lead to me, like, want to spend more time with you. Because, like, in, like, the dating world, like, messing with, like, Tinder, unfortunately, a lot of the guys... They be breathing through this stuff, and next thing you know, they want you to meet them. Something no. Let's have a conversation first. I don't want to see you. Exactly. Like me personally, I talk with my hands. I like to touch people while I'm communicating with them. That's the country. That, yeah. That's why physical touch is like a big thing for me. It's like not necessarily trying to be sexual. I just just mm-hmm. how I communicate. Mm-hmm. Whatever. Wow. Maybe to go back to the question. What's mm-hmm. more important, catering to your own or catering? Sure. Regardless of you being single, what do you what do you believe? Shut up. Um, if I'm in a serious relationship, <laughs> no, I'm dead ass. If I'm in a serious relationship, then yes, I would be more compromising to uh, please them. Now, I might I might fight tooth and nail because the inner bitch in me is just not letting it want to happen. <laughs> 
<laughs> but I would try to please the other person and vice versa if they do it for me. That's a little tricky part. Even though I probably would do the same, it's just I'm not neglecting my needs for the sake of your happiness. <laughs> you see, if it's I would have said it, I would have like, been mimicked the bitch. Like, because at the end, you're just hurting yourself. Like, no, no, I'm not saying give. I'm not saying being totally submissive, but I'm just saying I can give a little. I am a very stubborn and very well, not even being like submissive as far as like catering to their like love language. But that's what I'm saying, though, Cece. You know me. Swavio knows me. Y'all know I can be very difficult. But I wouldn't call it submissive. If you did, I wouldn't call that submissive. But like I said, there has to be compromise. There has to be. Yeah. True compromise. Because sometimes, Renee, your compromise, you see it as an act of being submissive versus Mm. you actually trying to find a meeting in the middle. That's Mm -hmm. not you being submissive. Whoa. You're throwing stones at niggas and shit. Dictatorship. <laughs> she got that glass house. <laughs> <laughs> it's cracking. Oh, Speaking of, you know, compromise and pleasing yourself, how are y'all pleasing yourselves and treating yourselves? Oh, wait, hey, hey, hold on, hold on, before we get in that one. Hey. I like that transition, though. <laughs> no, because that was really nice. That was really nice transition. But I, I just finished, I just finished my quiz. So mine is quality time. Okay. So quality okay. time, words of affirmation, and physical touch. Boom. Yep. Okay. You lied on that quiz somewhere, but. <laughs> Whoa. Physical, <laughs> physical touch. Whoa. Well, no, because she named physical touch last. So yeah, physical like, touch is last. Like as much. Yeah. Okay. As I would. Yeah. What you done lied about? <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. You got like sweaty hands. Shit. <laughs> no, 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 no. I didn't say I hate hugs. My thing is, you have to let me approach you first so I can be comfortable. Mm-hmm. You hugging me freaks me the fuck out. Okay. So when I hug you, when I physically just, hey, hug you, be appreciative. Why you never hugged me before? <laughs> First, I don't like you. So. <laughs> Has Renee ever hugged me? I, I have hugged you. No, I got plenty of hugs from Renee. I have oh. hugged you, Cece. I, I have I hugged you. I don't really you do this to me. I have hugged <laughs> you. Shut up. <laughs> I have hugged you. I have hugged plenty of people. I'm talking about the opposite sex, like a boyfriend, like or somebody I'm interested in. I would have to hug you. I would have to start all the physical touching first. I'm the opposite. I need them to. No, I can't because one, you're going to freak me out and then you're going to make me nervous and once I get nervous, I get a little aggressive and it's negative. So I don't like that. So let me let me start off first and then you can advance on from there. But other than that, you know, we can go into our next segment. So treating ourselves, you know, I have a doctor's appointment because I've been feeling very fatigued. I get between anywhere from eight to nine hours of sleep a night. Mm, that's great. Absolutely. I take my sleeping very seriously. But I get to work and I'm extremely tired still. So I went to the doctor and they did my blood work and it said everything. And you know, I wasn't like diabetic or anemic, but it said it's probably my eating habits. So I have to switch it up. Even though this weekend I definitely eat burgers and ribs and. But starting tomorrow, I will be changing my lifestyle. Well, good for you. I mean, um, I did follow your routine that you gave me, the products. Thank you. 
How do you like them? I like them. I do. I mean, sometimes, you know, I don't want to get up and I don't want to wash my I, face and I, I don't want to go through routine. I can, I can see that. This so sometimes I just don't, but then I force myself, literally force myself. How you going to catch a man and your skin look like trash? You know, but that's good. You know, it's a start, you know, getting a routine, you know, it's always the hardest. I'm also, I too am trying to work on my skin for the summertime. Yeah. Yeah. And I picked up a couple of like products from the ordinary, some like serums to put on my face at night. Yeah. And trying to incorporate sunscreen to like fade these dark marks. Mm-hmm. And I'm also trying to have a habit of, cause I changed my like bedroom. I have all white, like comforters and pillows. So I have no choice but to switch it out. Like, well, I make sure, like, my makeup is off my face. Yeah. Because I don't want no dirty pillow. I mean, that's cool. Yeah. Oh, and then also, um, I have bought some of the Dove Body Scrub. Oh, thank you. Let me tell you, it makes wonders, okay? It really does. A, a good scrub. I felt like a thing. smooth baby's bottom, okay? I was like, I mean, oh, essential yeah. winter, spring, fall, summer, all year round. Yes, like it was lovely. I was like, yes, ma'am. And so. scrubs, you can get the Dove, you get the Tree Hut, any type of brand. Yeah. You can make it yourself, actually. I'm not that. Some brown sugar, you know, some coconut oil. I, I ain't in the, in, in the kitchen cooking no Caucasian. I mean, not Caucasian, Jesus. Oh, my no God. Caucasian. <laughs> <laughs> Cooking <laughs> 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 white people. <laughs> oh, jeez, concoctions. Oh. oh, bless the Lord, honey. Bless the Lord. Um, Swabby, mm. what you doing? Oh, I think he Take went off to go pee. Oh no, he's coming back. I'm back. Are you done peeing, sir? Uh, okay, tell us about your skin routine. Even though we don't care because you have nice skin. Um, first of all, it's a fight for the skin, actually. It's not a fight. (laughs) (laughs) It's a battle. (laughs) Like, it's more more of a combat for these rough patches, okay? (laughs) You got all your lies. (laughs) But, um, I've been drinking more green tea. Mm, Okay. Um, I've been using a lot of um, more cocoa butter. Kind of Mm. evenly skin tone, you know. Mm -hmm. That's my goal. This glow doesn't come naturally, all right? (laughs) <laughs> but I haven't actually instead of using lotion, I've been really using Cetaphil. Okay, you guys heard of that, but I have. I've it's, never. It's been, it's been working for me actually. I like it better than lotion. It's a really good brand. I used to do that. I used to use it when I had eczema. You know, once it gets warmer, my eczema is probably gonna pop back. But yeah. So anybody see any good movies? I know Us just came out. You know, Marvel. Sure I got to see that yet. Yes, actually, I did. I saw it last night. It was dope. I actually Renee, went to watch. <laughs> Renee, have you seen it? What us? Us. No, nah, I don't. I don't do scary movies. Like it's not scary. <clears throat> right, I don't do anything crazy. It's not. If you can watch Avengers and all that, you can. Watch. Well, since Renee ain't gonna go see it, spoiler alert. <laughs> so if you haven't seen it, fast forward. So, what's your thoughts? Ooh. <laughs> so much to unfold. So much to unfold. So first of all, I gotta see it another time. I gotta see it like two more times. Definitely, I recommend you get to see it at least twice. It's it's a lot of um, hidden messages that I haven't uncovered yet. Yeah. But what from what I took of it, I know 
the end took me for a loop. Ooh, that end? I'm not gonna spoil it, but that end took me for a loop. No, forget spoiling. They can fast forward. I'll put it. I'll put a skip area around at the bottom. You're fine. Yeah, give them the number. Hey guys, so just to let you know, this is a part of the spoiler alert. So if you really don't want to hear about the details of the movie Us by Jordan Peele, go ahead and skip to an hour and eleven minutes. See you there. That okay. end, that end connected some dots. It connected some things. Okay, so what did you take from? Me? Because for me, I'm a little confused. I do understand the fact that the whole movie you thought that he was rooting for the for the hero, but you was actually rooting for the antagonist. Exactly, and then when you found out, basically. That who she really was, it made sense. Like, oh, that's how she knew to go through the maze house, and there was a secret door in the exactly, exactly. Like, it makes you connect. Like, hold up. And yeah. when, I, when I first seen it, I didn't put the two and two together. But after finding out, like, hold up, then it made sense that um, the tether, um, the shadow, she could speak. Nobody else could speak. But it made then, of course, when the story kind of unfolds, it's like. Oh, because the girl does because that's why when her parents were like talking to the psychiatrist, she couldn't speak because because she was relearning everything again. Exactly. Um, now I'm confused on how the son found out that the the tether was pretending to be the actual mother. You know, he was in that little locker cage thing, so I don't know. If... But they was in different rooms. Cause I remember when the fight scene, they was in the classroom, and then. Then they went to the lobby, and then they ended up in the um the room like the where bunk, yeah, okay. yeah the bunk bed room where he where the, the but then it kind of had me thinking. <laughs> like I talked to my sister about. It. I'm like, yo, what if he's actually like they swap? But then the other boy, he he did have like a burn mark. Exactly. It's not like they like switch bodies. It was just positions. That's and that's I don't know about that one. And then another tether moment that happened. And remember when the little boy was backing up, the, um, the other little boy started backing up. Mm-hmm. And the little boy backed into the fire, and he, the little boy got snatched by the, the hero. Uh, is she considered an anti-hero? Or? <laughs> she's actually, she's, you know what? That was just one of the weird plots. Change the cat front. We're like, oh, no, she's like, come on, you know, get her. But the whole time it's like, now she's trying to get her old life back. Right. But you know what? She probably took him because she knew that, um, What's her name? It's like Anne or something. Mm-hmm. We'll come find her. Come find him. But then I'm also confused because remember when the little boy disappeared, there was a guy standing there bleeding. What did that signify? Which guy? Remember when the little boy when they first went to the beach and oh. he got separated from everyone? The, mm-hmm. the 11-11 guy was standing there bleeding. So basically, that kind of... Because since we didn't know the storyline then... It kind of, okay, we remember when they first, like, pulled up to the beach, it was the ambulance, and mm-hmm. the guy, that was basically his shadow that was on the beach of the blood. Mm. So that's kind of like, even though when that was the beginning of the movie, we didn't know, like, the plot line, basically, mm-hmm. his tether version killed him. Okay. So it's like that, that like started the whole like that's when like oh okay it makes sense why his hands was bleeding and that's another thing. Yes, that makes so much sense. Yes, when he drew the picture and the mom came in and was like oh snap that's why she was ready to bounce because she was like yo yeah we got to get out of here. So that was the first tether killing of the old man. Yeah, okay, remember he was getting pushed out on the ambulance like don't look don't look mm-hmm. and when a little boy walked that was him. Makes sense. Okay. Now, 
I'm not really too familiar with the Bible verses, but Jeremiah 11.11, oh, 11, 11, what does that signify? So, let me see if I can find the scripture. Because I read that, and I'm like, I got shook. Okay. So, I got to actually read it. So, let's see, Jeremiah. Even when you type it in Google, it already pops up. So, it says, there. this is from the King James Version. Mm-hmm. Therefore, thus saith the Lord, behold, I will bring evil upon them, which they shall not be able to escape. And though they shall cry unto me, I will not hearten unto them. And there's another version of that which is like, man, we gotta stop wishing on 11-11 and not what we think it means. Okay. So another one, the New International Version, therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Oh. And so it's kind of like, that's where the 11-11, because I was reading some like think pieces and it was basically, it does kind of show a classism type aspect, mm-hmm. how, you know, the tether people there, you know, they can, they can be described as the homeless, the, you know, low social economic who aren't, you know, they don't have the privilege, mm-hmm. you know, they're down, like they didn't speak, they were eating rabbits mm-hmm. and basically and that's what we when they the tether people first showed up at the house. She was kind of like, "Hey, you guys, and during Christmas, y'all were playing with toys. We were playing with broken glass, something like she was saying. Mm. Like y'all were feasting. We were eating rabbits. Right. So that was like a whole other aspect too. Okay, I guess now now you kind of diving into that. It's making me think even more. So. Keep in mind, in the beginning of the movie, she was watching the television, the United United East Stand. That, I think, the reason why that signified through the, towards the end of the movie, because I think that was the last thing she remembered as a child, being in the real world. And that was actually a true life event that happened. Exactly. So, with that kept in mind, I think if you look at it from a socialistic lens, um, they were trying to no matter what you had as far as like economic stance or what you buy, what you can't buy. Um, because her her dad was buying the speedboat, but he kept saying throughout the movie, or oh, the other guy's trying to outbeat me. They're trying to cut they're trying to cut the um, social classes out the water, just let everybody know they were all on the same equal playing field. And that no matter what your tether is, we all can get killed, basically. In basically, exactly. <laughs> And it was definitely like a class, and you have like the tether people who are like the poverty lower mm-hmm. class. Then you had like the black family who are basically like your middle class. Like they have money, like they can afford a boat, not the best boat, but they can afford a boat. They mm-hmm. had a house; it wasn't the best house. You know, they didn't have a backup generator. Then you had the white family kind of mm-hmm. signified wealth. You know, they had the boat; they had right. the house with the backup generator. Right. But basically, at the end, like once they were killed, just like that. Exactly. Wow. So, so it's it's amazing what Jordan Peele like the message. I still don't know what the rabbits signify though. Some people said that kind of plays off of um, Get Out. And did you see the little boy? He was eating that bowl of Fruit Loops with mm-hmm. no milk. So right. Maybe that was like a little playoff Get Out. So I gotta I gotta go back and watch it. First that of was, all, first I eat Fruit Loops with no milk. Uh, no, go ahead, CC. Go ahead, CC. I went in there to see what it was about. Now, the second time, since I already kind of know the plot, I can look for other things. Mm-hmm. So I got to go back and see it again. Like, what's the little girl story like? 
Because her little her little tether demon when it's time to say, hey, go run. <laughs> yeah, I remember the girl, she was like, she thinks she wants to quit track. And she was yeah. all, she was all into her phone. Like, she was looking at technology, consume her life. And her tether was more so like. Like she been practicing. <laughs> like she been practicing. Like she was like, I'm going to display this talent that she, that she about to throw aside. Exactly. It's so much, man. Like, I haven't had time to actually sit and dissect it the way I want to, but that's a good movie. It is, you know. I feel like some people there think a little bit too much, like, "Oh, it's not that good." It's like it's like it's so many underlying messages. Like mm-hmm. you have to, like, you know, the first time, you know, seeing the eleven, eleven, seeing the rabbit, seeing the tether, the um, what's it, hands when like the arms when they're like interlocking. That was a message, like you said. It was so it's so deep. Even like Get Out had like underlying messages. I had a bunch of underlying messages. So, I like Jordan Peele. I would love to be, like, one of his movies. Same. And the acting was great. I like the little girl, little boy killed it. Yes. You know. But then the father, something about the father, too. Like, he was so ditzy. Like, the whole movie theater, when he was on that boat, and he got the old boy out, and then he ended up falling in the water, too. All the whole theater was like, oh, man, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, it's definitely a movie. Renee, I feel like you should go check it out. It's not scary. Probably and the last not. thing before we move on, um, they kept talking about like a sense of control. Like mm-hmm. they mentioned the beginning about the chlorine and the government controlling like your mind. Exactly. So it's kind of like the tether people are being controlled by the, the you know the regular humans. So it's kind of like no matter what we did as regular humans, the tether people they had to do. And that's true. Think about it. The tether people would not have got the idea to come above if it wasn't for old girl. Because since technically she wasn't born like them, she was basically swapped. She was the ringleader of all of that. Exactly. But she could speak. Mm-hmm. She basically experienced the life outside. Mm-hmm. She basically got them. Whoa, that kind of makes you think of the political climate now. The tether people being, you know, the uneducated. The people who haven't experienced life, the people who lack privilege, and you get that one person that's like, oh man, you experienced this. Let's flock to you. Mm-hmm. But see, this is my other thing, though. So, what made her choose that specific time to come out of the tether world? Why, why not leave? You know, why not leave earlier? Why wait till you're an adult with a family? So, I don't think she had the resources and i don't know if like they have some type of mental like she can sense that old girl was there mm-hmm. i don't know it's like okay like so that's why i have to probably go watch again you see because she probably didn't have the army and i think she said she, it took time for her yeah, to organize it, yeah she had to years to rally so and just if you just think about like, the political climate you know you know, Trump, he didn't, you know, come to power. He didn't win, like, make it that far the first time he tried to run. Uh-huh. But with time, uh-huh. you look at, look at the posse he didn't came up with. I mean, look at him now. So, yeah, it's a lot to unravel in a movie. And then also, she didn't kill her outright. She toyed with her before she tried That's to what kill. my sister said. She's like, she could have easily killed her. Easily. But they kind of made her wonder, like, did she want to switch back? Or did she want to make her suffer? Exactly. Cause based on what she did, she could have been killed there from the beginning of the movie. When she had like hand, which like handcuffed to the thing, like why didn't she like upright? 
But she did primarily make her suffer. Like, hey, you took my life away from me. But yeah, it's not scary, suspenseful. There's some acts yeah. that make you know pop. As far as like, it's not no like what's a scary movie like no Candyman, Jeepers Creepers type. Right. It's not well, first of all, Jeepers Creepers is funny. So you'll find this. It has humor in this. It's mm. Jordan Peele, so you know he has like humor. So mm. if my sister can watch it, you can watch it. And if, if you like. Doesn't... Yeah, if you like Get Out, you'll like this movie. Yeah, so give it a try. I think not, but okay. I think you should. I think not. So, I yeah. think you'll find it fun. Like, there's something the characters will make you mad. Like, when um, old girls start driving a car, like a little girl, it's like, yo, uh, when a mom was trying, like, what are you doing? Like, girl, if you don't hop in that car, let that little girl drive. So, I feel like, I feel like you'll yell at the TV more than you'll be like scared. So, give it a try. Support black films. I'll yeah. buy a ticket, but I don't mean I gotta go. Okay, thank you. Buy the ticket. We saw what Captain America was that? You mean Marvel? Marvel, yeah, whatever that is. <laughs> so disrespectful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've always seen Avengers and Black Panther, so. Oh, well, hmm. I mean, as a Marvel junkie, I mean, it was great. It had its moments where I was like, okay, whoo. I can physically tell you everything of the story. But mind you, I only can do that because, one, I read the comics and all that stuff. So I know what's going to happen. But other all, the movie was okay. It was cool. There's a lot of complaints going towards that movie. They felt like it was put together. They felt like the fight scenes were cheesy. No, the fight scenes were cheesy. We're not even going to lie. Like, the girl, the main reason... She is supposed to be butt kick like she was doing some good stuff, but towards the end, honestly, they yeah. It was cheesy. I was just like, okay, this is kinda hmm. Someone said the whole movie like a Nike commercial. Oh, get out of here. <laughs> oh, I wouldn't say that. That's rude. <laughs> but then you gotta think about it too at the same time. They had Air Forces on? No. But at the same time, I think that they could have chose a different actress. Yeah, I've seen that a lot too. So, yeah. Um, I'm hearing that, well, side note of that one. I'm hearing they making a Zazam. I don't... DC trying so hard to win. They just gonna keep losing. I'm so sick of them. Yeah. Yeah. Shazam looks so so fake and so, so under screen budget. I just... Lost is under three hours because that Aquaman took me out. First of all, that Aquaman. That's one thing about me. I cannot sit through no long movie. I can. I, mean, I can sit through Transformers. Movie. Aquaman was a great movie. And it wasn't like a full three hours. It just. It That's was too long. after 45 minutes? <laughs> That's long. <laughs> <laughs> My attention span, I'd be like, man. Yeah, I feel like an hour 45 to two hours at yeah, the most. What credit that? I don't know. I, f- I mean, I like long movies anyway, because, you know, whatever. But, um. Oh, no. But yeah, I like Captain Marvel, though. I, I like the, the ties and how it introduced the creep into the plot. Yeah. And I mean, because I mean, honestly, she's one of the people that's going to help against Santos, so. Mm-hmm. And I also like how, if you were paying attention to the, um, the original Guardians of the Galaxy, they reintroduced some characters. Yeah. That, that kind of died off in the first movie, so. It kind of make everything come in full circle. Yeah. But I mean, like I said, the movie, it could have been a lot better if there was a little twist and turns a little bit. 
Not like if I just watch it like 30 minutes into the movie and I'm like, bro, I can already tell you what's going to happen next. Oh. So that was a little, eh. It didn't make me walk out and was like, damn, I want to be Captain Marvel. It just made me walk out and be like, damn, I'm hungry. So. <laughs> so, so kind of for somebody who's like, like I said, I saw the Avengers and Black Panther. Even though I feel like the Avengers was a like really good movie because for somebody who didn't know the storyline, I enjoyed it. Captain yeah. Marvel. Is that the one that went to Wakanda? No. That's somebody else? That, that's mm-hmm. somebody else. The one that was like, the one that they had a hill? That's missing arm? Yeah, that's from the Captain America. Um, yeah, that's, um, oh, yeah, that's, uh, what's his name? I keep forgetting it. The Winter Soldier. I mean, not yeah. Winter Soldier, but what's his real name? I can't remember. I'm thinking of it all the time, but I don't know. I don't remember. Oh, Bucky. Bucky. There you go. Okay. Oh, goodness gracious. Take me out. But yeah, I think that's it that was in the movies. Yeah, that's like the only... That's the only thing that hyped me up. That was about it. I'm ready for Ma to come out. I'm ready for Aladdin to come out. Uh, I'll watch it on bootleg. Ooh. So rude. That's fine. But I'm ready for like all the Disney, like Aladdin, Lion King. I'm waiting for Lion King. Lion King going... It's gonna get me right, but Ma, Ma is coming out. I don't know what the hell that is. Oh yeah, oh Octavia Spencer. That, that is gonna be a movie. The who? Yeah, that's gonna be a movie. Octavia Spencer. She played on the Help. She mm-hmm. played on. Um, I know who the actress and- is, but what's the whole point of the movie? Oh, Ma. So basically, you got these kids. Um, they want to drink. Do you know do underage stuff? And oh, the new thriller. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay, I seen a little snippet, but I wasn't really paying attention to it. That was like it'd be a, a good movie because she's basically trying to like get back like her old classmates. Yeah. So that comes out like in May. I just I really hope though that they're not revealing too much of the movie to create suspense, and then I watch, I'd be like, you showed all the good parts already. Yeah, I'm yeah. kind of like already kind of feeling like you already could tell like okay, the small and the parents they went to high school together or something. Right. So, revenge. So yeah, I agree. Cause like show like a good snippet. Stop showing too much of the movie. Like I feel like us did a good job. Oh yeah. They oh, just... us barely showed anything, but she was still With guessing. That, all we know is like okay, it's kind of like okay, it's two of them. Hmm. Okay. Don't and it got five okay. on it. I right, like okay. What's this about? But of course, you know, Lion King, Aladdin. We already know like the story. It's, it's it's good for the millennials. It's good for you the know, millennials. I really don't remember Aladdin like that. I haven't seen that movie in years. Speaking of the millennials, moving on to the next topic, adulting life as a millennial. Mm. What's something new that you discovered about yourself and your experiences? You said I'm not going to take no more shit from supervisors. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's a strong one. Right. I mean, okay, so this past week has been shit for me. So, I, I don't know how I got into this very dark, deep spot in my life, but my supervisor just set me the fuck off. She just does small things, right? So, this last one, that really took me over. So, this we have multiple projects going on. That's fine. So, she had walked up to me. She was like, hey, do you want to do this project? I said, no, because I already have multiple projects underneath me, right? And I don't want to be overloaded. And she knows this because we talked about this previously. And she doesn't like the spread out work. She just like to overload the same four people. 
So she walks off with the attitude. I didn't really think much about it because she usually has attitude, whatever. So then when she walks back to her desk, I get an email five minutes later. Oh, hey, we're two people short. I'm putting you on anyway. Mm. So what was the whole point of telling me and giving me a choice? I can't stand. Mm. I feel you on that. So now I'm pissed. Every anything that's involving at all to the bar, I know, don't care. No, don't care. Like it's just it's too much. <laughs> I feel you. One thing I have noticed is not everybody's meant to supervise. You yeah. have to have the personality to do it. I mean, my I thing had- is I don't need I don't need you to be my friend, but at least don't be don't play around the fence with me. I have my, I had a, a situation like that in an email, like, hey, <laughs> can you send X, Y, and Z this email and ask for their clearance? Now, instead of emailing me, couldn't you just email those two people? Right. Yeah, cut the middle, Yeah, like, what sense does that make and just CC me on it? Yeah. That made no sense to me. Yeah. And it's just little things like that. It's like, if I did not need this job. that's And I keep saying that, too. If I don't need this job to pay these bills, honey, I would have been quit. That's what I'm trying so hard. And I feel like they playing around with my applications to get out of the department. So, I don't I don't know. I'm over it. I find need to find a husband because I just can't Oh, yeah. I need, to, I need to be a housewife. That's fine. I'm working 9 to 5 ain't for me. It's really not. <laughs> what about you, Flavio? Um, as a millennial, I see more of mm-hmm. my generation. Tag your ass in it. As a millennial. We're all millennials. <laughs> I see our generation leaning more towards entrepreneurship. I see a lot of our generation want to own and operate their own business because mm-hmm. we don't we like we don't like a sense of being caged. We don't like yeah. a sense of having to take direction all the time. We want to create our own direction. Yeah. Okay. Um so I'm glad to see more people want to pursue so having something, even not even their own business, but a side hustle that they can be in control of. Yeah. And also, but I feel like people need the personality and the drive to be successful at that. Yeah, you just can't be doing random shit. Because exactly. I don't mind having a supervisor. I actually don't mind routine. Right. Mm-hmm. I just don't like... The undermining. Yeah, like... The, the micromanaging Yes. like I don't mind doing this. I actually prefer like give me my task so I can become an expert at it and do that. But don't sit there and try to give me something as if that's going to better me. When on the other hand, nobody else wants to do. It. But I agree. I I see a lot of entrepreneurs from like skincare, you know, like you know, the photography, mm-hmm. everything. And to be honest, you need multiple hustles nowadays. Also, a lot of millennials are getting a hit to the old way of money. Like a lot of people are now talking about investing in property, flipping it. Which absolutely income. Which which I was taught, you know, in high school. Exactly. Well, yeah, I mean, because nowadays millennials are known for the the kids that are overstressing and they're broke because they're trying to live up to this old yeah, ass student standard. loans and right. We are over. We are burdened with student loans. Literally, and I think we're burning out too. I think we're a lot oh, of oh yeah, to... we are definitely burning out because Bay Pay. I've been burning out for a whole month. I'm tired. I think millennials. Not only are we living up to the expectations that society put us on, as far as like saving society, um, and being like technologically technologically driven, you mm-hmm. know, being being the future of everything. 
Mm-hmm. I think we're also stressing underneath our own expectations that we put on ourselves and our peers. Yes. So it's, it's just a, it's a whole world of stress coming from an external force and an internal force, and it's simultaneous, and it, we don't get a break. But one thing I like you like to pick it back off what you said earlier about more entrepreneurship, like to see these like young kids not going to college and become like YouTube and flipping that and becoming, you know, making hundreds of thousands of dollars. Yes. yes. At the same time, it's kind of scary because you wonder like how the longevity of that. We all know the YouTube career isn't going to last forever. You know, YouTube is going to find a way to be able to cut into that profit mm-hmm. to the point where you're not going to be making like, okay, you have an endorsement deal. We're going to get 40% of that. Right. And then to see them, you know, not saying everybody needs to buy property because having a house is a lot of responsibility. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people like, you know, if you look at it, like, yeah, paying your rent and stuff, if you add up how much money you pay on rent to a house, yes, but houses come with, you know, a lot of things like you can't with your like AC go out, you can't call your landlord. Yeah, maintenance, yeah. mortgage, everything. Like, like you gotta get your roof repaired every couple of years. If you like got a septic tank, you gotta get that switched out. You gotta get it clean. So, but it is a better investment than you know. But then when you see like these YouTubers, like these young kids, and see them buying like Gucci and Balenciaga, not saying they can't buy it, but it's like, man, you spend all this money. Like, what are you saving? What are you investing into? What are you investing? Because you need investments. Mm-hmm. Either it's a small one, like. You out here buying these brand new luxury cars off? Like, do you know like cars depreciate right when you drive it off the lot? Right. So you didn't pay, you know, for a hundred thousand dollar car that's not even worth that anymore. So it's kind of like you wish they taught it, and you know, even though they do teach it in the privileged private high schools, mm-hmm. how to, you know, like real estate and how to budget. But you know, most public schools I know in my classes, we didn't learn that. How to do taxes? Um, I ain't gonna lie. My class low-key did. Maybe because we were a magnet school. So See, a privilege. So we had, so we had a... Well, they're probably, we actually, we did have a business class, but as far as a, you know, I don't know how your school was, but you know how everybody has like a seminar class. Like, everybody has to take it. Oh, no, no. This, this class, nobody had to really take it. So. And that's the thing, like, my school did offer, it was, a, it was a business management class, but I'm talking about just how history is mandatory and PE is mandatory. They should have a, you know, finance class to help people know how to save and at a so young age. And be more self-sufficient. Exactly. Instead of having to get bombarded as an adult. Because living paycheck to paycheck, you know, that, that eventually catch up to you. Okay. But at the same time, it's hard to save when you got student loans, cell phone bills, car insurance, health insurance. <laughs> Jeez. Like, it's, it hit. I was so ready to get, like move out in high school. If I go back in time, man, I'll take my time. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Well, after college, I took my time. But then once after grad school, it all hit me. That's another thing. Let me tell you. My mom the other day, she was like, so, you know, Cece, you know, she's working on her second master's. When are you going to start yours? Um, all, all I say is if you do it, if you really want to do it, because I'm telling you, unless you can get into a program that they, you know, pay for you, like a scholarship can pay for it. Yeah. You know, if, if you don't really need it, this debt is nothing to play with. I'm telling you, right? Come on now. Undergrad is crazy. I mean, I still want my master's. I mean, but my thing okay. is right now, no. Because I'm still trying to 
save enough money to where I'm traveling and I can be on my own. Yeah, I'm trying a student loan and they don't show no mercy, man. <laughs> oh no, my student loans just be popping up. They be like, hey girl, hey girl, hey, it's time for you to pay. My, my get taken right out my bank account on the fifth. I get two taken out. Two. Mm-hmm. Mm, yeah, fell on. They not late. Yeah, and that's another thing. As a for my future kids, I would save up and pay for them to go to college. Oh yeah, I don't want. I the only thing, right? I feel like yes, kids need to learn responsibility in adulthood. But if I'm sending you to an institution, I want you to only focus on your studies. I don't want you to have to think about oh, when am I going to get food? Or if I have to oh, yeah, get a job just to just to do extra stuff, no. I want you to focus. And when you give me those good grades, I will award you as such. Yeah, I agree. Even though in undergrad, I didn't have any student loans in undergrad. I got my student loans in grad school because mm. I got my um, dad's GI bill. Oh, my dad was a bum. He only gave me it for one year. Oh, Jesus. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wow, a whole bum. Wow. I, I love my dad. My daddy's stingy. So, <laughs> oh, wow, you come no bum. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else though? Because we've been I, talking for a pretty while, for a pretty much while. So, yeah, I think we cover all the main topics since we you know we took a break. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did take a little short break. I mean, um, anything upcoming coming in y'all lives or anything? Dates? Events? I'm ready for spring to come so I can hit up these day parties and brunch. Get back on my brunch flow. Let's see. Catch you a man. I just need to, <laughs> I just, I just need this summer to come. Oh, I'm ready, man. So I can be less clothes. I'm, ready for, I'm just ready for spring, man. More shorts. Spring tripping. Okay. Like, come on, man. Winter's overstaying his visit. It's like it's like rolling the dice. You wake up at seventy. The next day you wake up at fifty-five. It's Shoot, like, right. just snowing here. To... <laughs> I'm ready for these day parties, these brunch. I'm a day party type person. You get home by nine o'clock, and that's your night. <laughs> this winter time, I went out last weekend. Mm-hmm. I just can't do being going clubbing in the winter time. I just can't. I get irritated. Cold. Your ankles cold. <laughs> Your neck cold. But it was St. Patrick's Day. We, uh, I was irritated. I was like ready to go. Even though we went to Rose Bar, it was fun. Uh huh. That was really fun. But having to step outside, wait for that lift. Mm-hmm. That's when I'm ready for day party, spring, summer dresses, you know. Get that skin glowing. But yeah, Renee, you got anything? Right. Um, other than this Vegas trip, um, oh yeah, coming up soon. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, coming Vegas. up soon. Um, and then my flag football and kickball starting up August first. Mm-hmm. So other than that, yeah, that's it. You know, I'm just me, just me. And that's good. And next time we record, we should have Robin and Ruben. Yeah. So Robin. with that. Thank you for staying with us for this very long podcast. Uh, yep. This has been fun. This is your girl, Renee. We your have, girl, Cece. You know. Your boy, Suavio. And we are out. Thank you for, you know, listening to the episode of Keeping It Major podcast. All right, bye.